The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski. Back again. The biggest tandem for touchdowns now in postseason history. The old Patriot teammates reunite in the Super Bowl for a score. Third and four. Ball deflected, tipped, and Mahomes, but Tyron Matthew has another interception. There is a marker down in the secondary. He's covered Tyron Evans. Pass, holding number 35. Defense, five-yard penalty, automatic, first down. Can you hear? And he does. Coming after him. Has to throw it over the head. They got another flag, and this one's on Matthew. That'll set the ball at the one-yard line. Well, this one's a penalty. I mean, they just, they get caught because Brady's taking advantage. Number 32, defense. That penalty occurred in the end zone. They'll place the ball at the one-yard line. First and goal. Now it's tough to stop again. Brady, play action. With the third option. End zone. Cut! Gronkowski again with the touchdown. Here comes Mahomes. Trying to find the end zone. And no, how about that? One last indignity. Intercepted by White. That defense, tremendous tonight. One more snap, would you have guessed, when this impossible season was trying to launch, that you'd get it all in, you'd get to Tampa, and when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. I don't know why we ever think it won't. In a season we will never forget, you are the Super Bowl champions. Joe, to the entire Glazier family, congratulations. Congratulations, Coach Arian, to a great organization, great players. The Vince Lombardi Trophy is staying in Tampa Bay. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Well, raise your hands if you saw the Chiefs scoring nine points. Yeah, put them down, you liars. Hey, let's have some fun. It's a Super Bowl hangover Monday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybould, the Voldemort. You want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776, 713-780-3776, or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Look like you're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. Text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975, and it's a Monday. And I can almost assure you, everyone else's betting went better than mine yesterday, so you guys have to be in a better mood. That's only fair. Well, you know what? You know why mine went Okay. Because I like dipped my toe in barely. I had like, I had four or five prop plays, and I mean, obviously, you can't go crazy on those props, right? They won't let you. But I mean, I I, uh, I I ended up not playing the side, not playing the total. It felt really weird 
to sit down and watch the Super Bowl and not have a vested interest in the final outcome, I must say. Well, this this is how bad it was for me because I, I did some in-game betting. Oh, no. Especially early on when you were I, like, like, oh, it's, they're turning it around. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's, the total's down to 51 and a half. Easy money. Here we go. Yep, that didn't work. And uh, that's when live live betting can haunt you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I pretty- Because I thought about it, too. I thought about it at halftime because if if you were watching that game at halftime, it felt like the Chiefs were getting a raw deal from the officials. Uh, yeah, and, and for those of us who had under 9.5 and 10.5 penalties, we got a raw deal, too. Yeah. I blame that chick. Um, So I said... It's tempting to play Chiefs live here. But I said, yeah, no, I've made it this far. I'm just going to let it ride. And uh and I did, thankfully, because I don't I, I mean, the Chiefs now, now I don't think the officiating was awful in the second half. By then, it, it, I mean the Chiefs didn't it didn't matter. But the it Chiefs did stunk. it did change the game because it took it, oh sure! It took the Bucks into a position where they were playing the game they wanted to play. Yes, but also, I mean, if if the Chiefs were built the same way the Bucks were, I'd feel like it was a bigger deal because the the Bucks aren't as built to come from behind as the Chiefs are. Right. So, it it was it just felt like the officials this entire playoffs have have let things go. Yeah. Why? And then all of a sudden they were like, no. Not today, That's Bubba. Super Bowl. I got to get gotta on TV. Things happen. I got to show off to my family. And they really, I mean, you could make a case on every drive. There was a penalty. Like every every first half touchdown drive, there was a penalty that you go, boy, do you call that? Yeah. And then I, like, I got okey-doked. I was getting into it. Like, I was like, man, they showed just the the snippet and Brady was like in Matthew's face and then they threw a flag on on Tyron Matthew and I was like damn they they did him dirty on that and then they showed a replay and it showed Matthew starting it so then I like I I send out a tweet saying yep my bad I now I see the replay well, then they show the full replay, and I was right the first time. Brady did start the whole damn thing. But, I mean, obviously they're not going to throw an unsportsmanlike penalty on Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. Uh, but then I I felt a little bit bad for Matthew. He had a terrible game. Um, but that certainly didn't help. Yeah. And then the penalty that they called on him, I, I thought on Evans, like it was just, or the, I guess it was the penalty where they put him at the one yard line right before the uh, yeah, half. Yeah, it was like, oh, is that really pi? Uh, it hasn't been all postseason, really all, all season. <laughs> yeah. That's not pi. That's football. But the second half, the the Chiefs, there was no no one to blame but themselves in the second half. The Chiefs just weren't. Yeah, it, and and there there were some penalties that they earned. Somebody said lining up offsides on a field goal wasn't. Oh, a that's bonehead deal. stuff. No, yeah, that, that, that's not what I'm talking the about. Jones that, that's penalty. Stupid. Yeah, those were just stupid. But there were a lot that uh, I and and of course every time there's a flag, I'm thinking, come on, man, you're going to go over on penalties, really? The the worst part of the whole thing, like I, I went at it a little too hard this weekend. Like uh, you know, when I got home Friday night, I was still a little feeling very gross from those horrible shots. So I tried to wash down, wash it away with good beer, and that didn't work. It just got me really drunk. 
And then Saturday, we went out and bar hopped. Um, that got me really drunk. And then last night, I'm over at my friend's watching the game. And the only thing that saved me more money was I passed out in his chair at halftime. Oh, boy. So I had to get up and get up and rewatch the whole damn thing today, knowing I'd lost every single bet. Yeah. That's a great feeling, man. Ugh. Well, they, they, they picked a hell of a time two weeks ago to play their best game of the year. And then they follow it up with probably their worst game of the and, year. And, and this is one that the more I watched it, the more I was like, you know, I did something here that I counsel people not to do that I try to avoid be last race oriented, right? Because the Chiefs were not good. I mean, there's a reason I bet the Bills. Yeah. The Chiefs were not good against the spread the entire second half of the season. They were winning a lot of close games. And I thought they righted the ship against Buffalo. And I, I was wrong. And if you look at the whole trend, I should have been all over the box. But I wasn't because I'm stupid. At least I feel stupid. I mean, me. we all we all fall victim to it, man. We you you get in a moment, you get in the. Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to just pretend like what you just saw isn't the most important thing. Right, right. And it was. Uh, but yeah, in retrospect, I was thinking about that as I'm watching the game, going, you, you know, this is the exact opposite of what you usually do. Now, I don't want to make it just seem like this is a. Well, the the refs gave it to the 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 bucks thing the, the bucks also dominated that football game oh yeah definitely well especially their defensive line against Kansas City's yeah, offensive the, line the, the, the that offensive was the, line the that we that, and honestly finally I'll pat myself on the back for this the only reason I didn't bet the chiefs is because I saw the bucks sack Aaron Rodgers 100 times and then I said oh now the chiefs don't have either tackle that could get ugly and it did. And Patrick Mahomes was running for his life all game. And they, I mean, it was relentless pressure. Um, they, they had their way defensively. That was a dominant defensive performance. And then on offense, like you said, they got into a position where they were able to, to play their game and run the ball, throw short passes and, and let the receivers work. And, they they did just that, yeah. and uh, if you let Brady be in a comfortable position, you're you're in trouble, man. And Brady was comfortable all game. Mahomes was not. Yeah. That's really the difference in the game, in my opinion, is the 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 pressure that they were able to put on the quarterbacks. Not only like physical pressure, like on a pass rush, but just the pressure of the game flow was seemed to constantly be piled on top of Patrick Mahomes and never touched Brady. Yeah, and then that it, it's funny too because some of the takes I saw, so I had to go back as I was rewatching today and check the Twitter timeline to match it up, right, so that I could keep up with what people were saying. And text her basically what I saw a bunch of. Are y'all pumping the brakes on your Mahomes madness? No, not a chance. Uh, the guy, the guy really had no chance in that game because of his offensive line. He's still fantastic. That's that's again. That's oh, the, the last thing I saw was Pat Mahomes looking like crap. Give the other guys some credit for that. Guy's going to win more Super Bowls. And, well, and it's, it's, I will say this, though. When you really think about it, Patrick Mahomes has now played in two Super Bowls, and he's played seven quarters of the eight where he looked pretty average or below average. Now, one of those quarters won him a Super Bowl, so that, that, that makes up for a lot. But not a lot of great Mahomes tape in Super Bowls so far. No, um, but he also he also made some phenomenal plays, and his guys usually catch the damn ball, and they yeah, didn't. I mean, and, and I mean, a few of those, 
All you need is a couple of those, and you're at least within a score. I mean, Tyreek Hill, a ball hits him in the face. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he, he dropped just, uh, I mean, a, a lollipop. Those things don't typically happen. You're right. Um, but that's it's the pressure of these games, I guess, man. Uh, little mistakes turn into bigger mistakes, and um, yeah, the, the Bucks just didn't make a whole lot of them. There weren't a lot of drops. There weren't a no. lot of miscues. And the the thing is, there were some possession changing penalties, which you could say they were deserved or not. But some of those changed possessions, some of those caused points and put them behind the eight ball. They're having to force it a little bit. And the Bucks defense did a terrific job of you know basically bracketing Hill and, and Kelsey and daring them to beat you with Pringle and guys like that. And they weren't able to do it because Mahomes didn't have enough time to find anybody else. And it wasn't just the two tackles being out. I mean, they had two guys opt out before the season who were pretty yeah. good players. So after a while, that's going to wear on you. But it'll be interesting to see, I mean, moving forward, because the Chiefs are about to be in that spot that every other team with a quarterback is. And how many of these guys can you keep around him? Right. I think they're already seventeen million over the cap. And you know what? Uh, one more, one more thing. Uh, kudos to the Bucks. Who thought that Gronk would be a major part of the game plan? They haven't let him be a major part of the game plan all season long. Like he's been very much a bit player. He's uh, for a lot of the season he's been their number two tight end behind Bray. And when you when you have a guy like that who's obviously a talented guy and you just you you don't use him all year long you kind of lull people to sleep and they forget that he's there especially when you're thinking about okay Evans Godwin Antonio Brown Leonard Fournette's been coming out of the backfield I, I mean there's lots of things to worry about kudos to them for you know realizing that they kind of lulled the Chiefs to sleep on on taking care of business at that at that position yeah. all right we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. All right, let me tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. And guys, I can tell you now from experience, they put brand new windows at my house. I didn't think I was going to get new windows in my house. I was having them come out to replace a broken pane. And once they once I saw their product, I was like, "Well, maybe this is uh, this is worth a while." My wife loved them; I loved them, so we said, "All right, let's do it." Twenty five percent off all window packages right now for our listeners, so that's a great deal. You get a cash discount if you pay it all up front. You get a, a veterans discount if you served or if you're a, if you're a first responder. And guys, they, they customized the windows that we wanted. They measured our windows. They sent it off. Came back, installed it quick and easy left no mess you would have never known they were there if they didn't have these awesome windows that they left behind uh really great and on top of all that 40 percent on my electric bills that's what i'm saving now with these new windows from allstate you want the best rate call allstate allstate siding and windows 832-204-1936 or allstate siding and windows.com You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And uh, Texas asking any Team Falcon pick for tonight. I am taking a day or two off from betting, so I didn't study hockey. Plus, I had some work to do, so I've been busy all day, so I haven't had a chance to really go over it. 
Uh, give me until give me a day or two. I'm still I'm still smarting from yesterday. <laughs> it happens. And then and I, I was one and one on hockey this weekend. There was one that I loved, and they scored an over, and they scored two goals in the first five minutes, and then nothing. So it it was a crappy betting weekend for me. So it happens. Yeah, it does, and and I'll bounce back. But I I need a I need a bit of a break. It's kind of like sometimes you need a break from your wife, or sometimes you need a break from your kids. Sometimes I need a break from gambling, and after this weekend drinking, so I took a few a uh, few times off from the UFC from UFC events, and last couple I've I've done pretty well. So I'm I'm you're back I'm back on the back on the wagon now. Yeah, good. Um, there's a lot of stuff from this. I mean, the game itself. I don't think it was all that interesting, but there's a ton of things in the aftermath that are pretty damn interesting. Um, well, I, I, my favorite was the, I'm not a big Kevin Harlan guy. Yeah. I, I love the call on the streaker. That was pretty Well, awesome. he has a great one about the, uh, a, a streaker on Monday night football years ago. The guy is drunk, but there he goes that, yeah. that one, but this one was great. And I like, by the way, how do you let someone get on the field in the Super Bowl? And, and especially when and then like, run around for 20, 30 yards before they get anywhere near him. There's so few people. I mean, it, what are you doing? That's just that's bad. Let's uh, squeeze a call on real quick. Chase, what's up? Hey, guys, sports. Sports. Hey, so to take you back off of what AJ was saying about Gronk, I don't think anyone saw him one for two touchdowns. Um, he's now got four Super Bowls. Has he cemented himself as the undisputed goat tight end and a first ballot Hall of Famer? I was really happy that uh, Calvin Johnson got in on the first ballot on Saturday. Um, is Gronk now a first ballot guy? I, I think Gronk's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think that Gronk is the greatest tight end in NFL history, uh, but he's in the what top five? Yeah, but I mean, as far as the Hall of Fame goes, with all those rings, it's a lot. Yes. Especially coming up big in the Super Bowl, that that gets you a lot of points with those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tony Gonzalez to me is is the the gold standard. Yeah, and agreed. I think Antonio Gates is is right there with him. And then after that, you I think you get into the the Shannon Sharps and the Rob Gronkowskis, and a, a lot of people will say uh, Kevin Winslow uh, Kellen, Senior, Kellen Winslow. Or, yeah, Kellen Winslow Senior and uh, Ozzie Newsom. I didn't see either of those. I, I guess I saw Ozzie Newsom play like you know late in his career, but. Um, Winslow was at his best as dominant a player as you'll see on the field. It just wasn't as long as a lot of these guys. Well, and also I feel like the tight end position changed. Like, let's say from like the mid nineties on, it changed. And and guys like Kellen Winslow and and Ozzie Newsome, I don't know if it would be the same for them. You know, in t- in today's NFL, really, I think Shannon Sharp may have been the guy who sort of changed what the position really looked like. But then Gates came along and like the freakish athletes taking over that position like Gronk it's just a it's a whole new world but I, I do think he'll be he'll he'll be a first ballot hall of famer Winslow Winslow was a lot like that he his numbers are not going to be up there in the top five or top 10 because it was a little different although he played for a team that threw the ball all over the yard uh in, in San Diego but I I still think Gonzalez is the best but yeah I think that puts Gronk in the hall I mean yep. he's already, I think he was already in but any doubt gets removed when you go to another team and win another one, and you're a big part of it. It's not yeah. just like he was hanging around out there. But to- Tony Gonzalez and Ant- Antonio Gates both have they bo- they've got over 100 touchdowns. Yeah. So, 
Um, it says looks like a total screw up. Chiefs staying at home for the for the week, huh? They weren't allowed to go early. Yeah, uh, that was part of the whole COVID thing. And, and that's sort of, I mean, that maybe that's something you think about is a, a disadvantage uh, for the home field thing. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of like these little these little things like that. That would it have really made a difference? I don't know. I, I, I still think that in you know maybe in hindsight it's a lot easier to say. But we asked about this on, on Friday, and I think you and I disagreed on it about if Andy Reid was going to be distracted. With the family stuff he's got going I think on, it's fair to say he probably was. I mean, it's. I, I don't think that excuses hu- how his team played. No, I, I agree. But if you're yeah. a human, you're distracted when something like that's going on with your son. When there's like small children in the hospital, maybe dying, and it's your son's fault. There's no way you can give 100 percent focus to football. It's just, it's not possible. Well, isn't that? Isn't your offensive coordinator supposed to be head coach material? Well, he can't is. Somebody step up. He is. The uh, the other narrative that came out of the aftermath is that all of a sudden Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles are the guys who should have been hired as head coaches. And I told Todd Bowles was a terrible head coach. Todd Bowles is in the perfect spot. We we talk about these guys all the time. Guys who you like them as your DC, you don't want them as your head coach. Right. Todd Bowles is the king of that castle. Like very very good defensive coordinator, don't give him a head coaching job. We've seen it; it it's not good. Uh, I, I do think Leftwich. It's funny that he he kind of got forgotten. Uh, he was a hot name. It seemed like early on, yeah. Early on, he, he was I mean, one of the yeah. names that we thought we'd we'd see. But but I also don't know that you know seeing B enemy out there. It's all of a sudden like now B enemy can't coach because because his team got shut down in a game. This happens. Yeah, you know. Every good team is going to have these games where it just doesn't work or they get out-game-planned. It happens to every great coach. So I have some numbers for you on Patrick Mahomes, for those of you who want to go ahead and bury him. Okay. Um, this was the first time he started a quarterback, at quarterback in the NFL where his team lost by more than one possession. Yeah, I saw that last night. That's yeah. crazy. Um, he's not, He had never gotten blown out, and his margin of defeat was half of the aggregate margin of defeat in all his losses combined. And so it was 22 last night. In his entire career, it, it was 44. So, Jeez. yeah, he, uh, he also had a 52.3 passer rating, the worst of, of his career. He saw 29 pressures, which is the most for a quarterback in Super Bowl history. You could argue, you could argue that this was the worst game he's ever played in his career. I think that backs it up right there. I mean, I think those numbers say it. I mean, that, that's pretty wild, and, and it's obviously not great timing. Not the time where you want to show up with the, nope. the biggest dud of your life, but I, I think that's exactly what happened. He, he just showed it, it, it was... And again, it's not like in the in the Super Bowl last year, with the exception of the fourth quarter, it looked like maybe that was going to be the worst game of his life. And then he he turned it around. He, it just well, and he's had some games like that too. He's he's usually been a fourth quarter. Uh, he usually shows up in the fourth quarter when he needs to, and that's what great court Russell Wilson's done. That Andrew Luck did it throughout all his career. When Cam Newton was at his best, it was like he might look like garbage for three quarters, but by the fourth quarter, you couldn't stop him. And, and maybe and, we owe some. You know, maybe maybe we we need to give Bruce Arians some credit. 
for Definitely. coming up with a game plan to uh, to to shut it down. No, no, and, no, no. It was Todd Bowles. Uh, well, and Todd Bowles. I mean, the the entire Tampa coaching staff. Give him some credit for just coming up with a a legit game plan that that gave him a lot of problems. This is the first the the second lowest Q, QBR game of his entire career. The lowest came this season in a forty three sixteen win over the Broncos. He was 15 of 23 for 200 yards, one touchdown. Is that the no one where they ran for 4,000 yards? Yes, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. So he didn't he didn't have to do things in that game. But uh, I, I, I think, yeah, this is the worst game that he's he's ever played in his career. Uh, it's, uh, it, comes, it comes at the worst possible time. It does, and it comes with uh, – and I think part of it just not having – I mean, that offensive line was – like yeah. Texan circa 2017, you know, or 18, when they had Julian Davenport out there to tackle. That's what they looked like. Well, and Mahomes was doing a lot of what the Chiefs had Josh Allen doing two weeks ago. Yeah. As soon as the ball was snapped, it was like, oh, boy, I've got to be scrambling. I Like, they just would not let him set his feet and, and survey the field. He was moving as soon as he got the snap because they were on him. And he couldn't find the quick passes that he wanted. And that's the thing about when when you've got guys like Tyree Kill and Nicole Hardman, you you need a little bit of time to develop right. plays uh, and and run their routes so you can you can make these big plays that they do. And that's why you saw a little bit of success when they started doing like sort of the shovel game and stuff like yeah. that. But by then it was already you needed big plays at that point to really get back in the game, and they they just couldn't. Yeah, and uh, but again, credit to the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks did a great job uh, defensively in this game. They were extremely efficient on offense, and just with a better team. Well, and, and not to mention better on special teams too. Yeah. Well, what was going I mean, on that, with that punter? punter. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, he doesn't practice much. This guy, he's not, he doesn't punt very often, so yeah. he wasn't. Uh, he was not exactly game ready. But was it enough for you? What you saw out of the Bucks to see? that they jumped from like number 7 or 8 to number 2 in the off or the next year's Super Bowl odds. Um Chiefs 5 to 1. Yeah, I saw that. Bucks 9 to 1. Doesn't surprise me. Uh I I as great as they were last night, I would be fading the Bucks next year again like I did all year this year and was wrong. Yeah. Cuz at some point it's got to stop, right? Yeah. So I mean, at some point, Brady has to turn into a human. Uh, yeah. And and the truth of it is, as great as he was last night, we saw some things this season that make you go, oh, well, that's not what it used to be. But to his credit, what he's lost in physical tools, he's just so smart and he's so, he understands, you know, he understands how to read defenses. So, like, he's just such a legitimate pro quarterback that even when his physical tools drop off it doesn't matter and his physical tool like he hasn't had the drew Brees drop off or the the peyton manning drop off which is kind of remarkable because you i mean at this age you'd expect it and the truth of it is tom brady's not exactly a, a natural athlete right you know? <laughs> so but maybe that honestly maybe that's what keeps him going so late into his career is He's never gotten by on being a natural athlete. He's he's probably a, a below average athlete, and has made a long career out of doing it, doing everything else that you've got to do to cover up for that. 
And he's the best at doing that. No question. All right, guys. I got to tell you about Pajama Graham. That's right, boys and girls. You want uh, you want something for your your gal for uh, for Valentine's Day? It's right around the corner. Came up on us quick, didn't it? Well, Pajama Graham has you covered, and they they do this every year. They they make sure that your gal is taken care of, and they do it with free gift packaging on all their great pajamas. Uh, the micro velvet the, the that they make the tempting touch PJs with the softest material in the history of time. You can get that. You can get some sexy. You can get some some cozy. Whatever. There's tons of stuff that your gal is gonna love right there at pajamagram.com, and all of that comes with the free gift package. It's such a big deal, guys. Time is running out. Get her these tempting touch PJs. Get your free gift packaging today. So simple. Go to pajamagram.com. It's fast. It's easy. Delivery by Valentine's Day. Still guaranteed. That's pajamagram.com. We don't get two, two choppers hanging out of road road truck. Pop go play with your kid because I up. She broke so why would I cook? Hey, we really- You're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. It's funny how y'all giving Mahomes excuses like two players opt out before the season, haha. I'm I'm sorry that when you start off the season without two of your good offensive linemen, you replaced him. You did a nice job all year, but guess what? Guys got hurt. Now you're down to your guys who are third and fourth stringers. So it's not I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry that you don't find that to to correlate. I sure do. But it's not making excuses. No, it's just they got saying their ass kicked. Patrick Mahomes was unable to overcome that. Certainly, if you if you don't think the offensive line and the fact that they were playing without four of the five guys they had hoped to to have playing when they started the season, if you don't think that made a difference in the game last night, I, I don't know what to tell you. That's not to make an excuse because they got their ass kicked. And in football, you play with the guys who you, who you show up with. And several Chiefs players weren't there. Is what it is. It's not an excuse. Yeah, that's, uh, you still have to take advantage of that if you're absolutely. a defense and you're a defensive coordinator, and they did. And then um, somebody at Twitch asked, with the head-to-head loss, can Mahomes ever be the GOAT? Honestly, that talk is, is I mean, just because he won one early. The truth is he's a long way from the conversation. Yeah, he's point. not even, he's not in the conversation. He won't be. And and frankly, no one is. I mean, nobody else is going to win seven Super Bowls. It's done. This guy's not going to win seven Super Bowls. It, it, it's almost physically impossible. Because not only has he been great. Especially with multiple teams. Yeah, well, multiple, two. I mean, that's more than one. Yeah, but the the reality is, I mean, do you think Mahomes is going to go through a full, uh, never miss any part of a season at any point in his career? Um, it, when he slows down a little bit, loses a little arm strength, is he going to be the same player? I mean, and, and to project out a guy winning six more titles, not going to happen. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um I I don't know, you know, if it were to happen, if if he go ends up seven and one, 
I, I think that the topic's worth discussing then, but right now, he, the, the truth of it is the gap between Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning is still vast. And, like, and, and he's not even in, in the Montana discussion. No. He's or not, Elway. Or Aaron Rodgers. I yeah. mean, like, there's guys who have done this for a long, long time. Patrick Mahomes has had three years of professional football, and he won a Super Bowl. Uh, let's not forget, like, Russell Wilson won a, a Super Bowl in his first three years. Like, it's, it's not unprecedented. This happens sometimes. Do I think that this somehow negates Patrick Mahomes being the best quarterback in the league today? No. He's still the guy. He's still, if you could choose between anybody, to, like, if you say, hey, I've got the next five years with this quarterback, build me a roster around him, 32 out of 32 GMs would pick Patrick Mahomes. But the the greatest of all time talk it's it's so far on the back burner because he has Brady has separated himself so far from the field that it's not even worth discussing at this point. Then Pope says, but our Super Bowl is the be all and end all in the goat debate. Another basketball analogy: Bill Russell has eleven championships. He's not in the discussion for greatest basketball. Well, because he played in a league where there was. Well, seven or eight teams. I mean, like, and context on that. First off, he played on a team with like four other hall of famers, uh, and basketball, you can have a lot, a lot more impact with fewer guys, obviously. That's why what I think Brady's done is more impressive than even Jordan, because football, you are dependent on your teammates a lot more because you, you, you don't play defense. If you're Tom Brady, Basketball, you're if you're the dominant player, you're dominant on both ends, and that's one way, reason you can make a case. But by the flip side, it's a hell of a lot harder to win a Super Bowl than it is an NBA title. And for him to go and do it another team, like I don't, I don't like the guy, but boy, I appreciate greatness. But at the end of the day, when you think about, you know, is, is are all we talking about is counting rings? No, but what you are as a playoff quarterback really defines your career. And it's it's almost like being, you know, like you, you can be really great on the driving range, but once you go out there and, and you play the round, like if you don't show up and do it, you don't show up when the lights are bright or like you, you, you're great at, you know, doing your homework every day, but then the SAT comes and you fail it. It's, you know, what's what really matters, that's what you're judged on at the end of the day. And... I think right now their playoff winning percentages, I think they're both 75%. Uh, but Brady's just got such a body of work that for Mahomes to catch him, I mean, we're talking, Fred and I won't be on the air by the time we can have a discussion of if Patrick Mahomes is a, great, a greater alive. all-time quarterback than, yeah. than Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, we, we won't be doing this show, so it doesn't matter. Aaron will be around. How many bad quarterbacks make the playoffs every year? At least one. Yeah. Tom Brady made the playoffs, which every bad court, which there are bad quarterbacks who can do. But then he won championships on top of it. That's, I mean, yes, it's counting rings, in a sense. But even bad quarterbacks can make the playoffs. He did. He made the playoffs and then hit a whole nother gear every single time. Well, and I mean, I I think just what he did this year to get this team there and, and to raise his game and 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 knock off the Saints and knock off teams like that to get there and the, and the Packers. Um, and, and, again, he had he didn't have a great game against the Packers. He threw three interceptions, and but his defense was really good. Sometimes you have to get bailed out by the rest of your team. And, and 
that happens when you put yourself in positions like that constantly. So, uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number if you want to get in. 713-780-3776. And yeah, that's another one of my favorite Brady stats that Curtis brought up. Brady has more Super Bowls than any other team's total. Yep. Unreal. And guess what? I think that's going to stay that way for, for a, while. a while. So, Well, it'll certainly be a while before somebody passes him. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Steelers or the Patriots would have to win two more to pass him. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. And, maybe- and you know you know me. I'm not a, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Uh, I mean, I, 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 but obviously, if you can't appreciate what this dude is, he, he is the unquestioned greatest to ever play this game. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's what you have to separate. You can't, you know, you, you can say, well, this guy did it with this or the, he did it with the best coach or blah, 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 teammates, blah. It, by now, if you can't tell that Tom Brady is Tom Brady because of Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Do I think Bill Belichick helped? Sure, just like Phil Jackson helped Michael Jordan. But if you took Phil Jackson away from Michael Jordan, I think Michael Jordan still would have had a pretty damn good career. I think Tom Brady, you take take, uh, Bill Belichick away from Tom Brady, we saw last night, he could still go win a friggin' Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to pump the brakes on that a little bit because, yeah, you took him away from, from Bill Belichick, but he also walked into a really good situation. Sure he did. And, and he walked I mean, into if, an organization. If he that had was, walked into the Texans, oh, yeah, he ain't no, winning no Super Bowl. No. But he walked into an organization that was also like once they got him, they committed to him. They said, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna go all in around you. And they did. And that's that's to me, that's good ownership. He also but, had a handful of players that literally went, I want to play with Tom Brady. I don't yes. care. What are you gonna pay me in? Nichols? Cool. Give yeah. me a bag of nickels and I'll play for Tom Brady. Uh, Gronk wasn't coming out of retirement, no, for nothing. You know, this was, and I would, I do think that also that wherever Tom would have gone, I think Tom picked the right spot. I mean, obviously, but I think Tom, it, it seemed like it was a down to the the Bucks and the Chargers were really were the, the only, only two teams that really pushed for him that wanted him. Are you telling me that the Chargers, if if Brady had gone there, I mean? I don't know if they wouldn't be right here where they are now. I, I don't know. It would have been tougher because uh, you'd have I, to overcome Anthony Lynn. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think Bruce Arians has been a pretty good coach for yeah. a long time. Better coach than Anthony Lynn. But I also think that had he said, I'm going to the Chargers, you would have seen guys join him there that would have made that team even better than they were, and the Chargers were a pretty good team already. Well, they also got pretty good quarterback play this year and still were a 7 yep. get team, so I don't know. Um but there's a difference between pretty good rookie quarterback play and pretty good greatest. Yeah, of all time I just play. I I just think he he found the perfect situation. And I do too. And somebody asked, does Brady win a Super Bowl with the Colts this year? I think the Colts would have been a very good situation for him as well. Uh, I what I'm saying is he certainly would have been in contention. In, they're in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're in the mix. If he were on the Titans, they're in the mix. I mean, basically, what team in the in in the playoffs this year? I mean, I guess you're you're talking about who who would be who? How many teams would say uh, we're we're better off with what we've got than Brady? Just on a one year circumstance, like a one year plan. I, I mean, I I guess Chiefs, Bills, Packers, 
That's about it. Seahawks? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Seahawks. Those four. Everybody else is but like, if you, you think Brady, of, that's an upgrade. If you think about the other teams that made it, even the football team, certainly the Rams, are they not Super Bowl contenders? They are, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Hell, even some teams that didn't make the playoffs, if the Giants have Tom Brady, I mean, they could win that division. Then what? I don't know. But it's just... That guy's a special player, and when you when the playoffs are like in this, the when the lights are the brightest, it's hard to it's hard to bet against that dude. And, I'm, and he's lost. I mean, the Giants beat him twice. Eli freaking Eli Manning beat him on, on and, two fluke passes too. And, and I mean, Nick, that that could have easily beat him. Yeah, that that game they got their butt whipped. But, but the, the two Giants games, it could have easily gone the other way. But he's also had some wins in the yep. Super Bowl. It could have easily gone the other way. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Hey, you're, you're listening to the blitz. blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You're listening to the blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. I don't know what to make of this text, but maybe you can figure it out. Hard to say greatest of all time. Game is played different than 20 years ago. Best of the last two decades. Okay. Who are we making a case for? Because, again, what makes you great is not just what you... (laughs) What you do on the field, it's the accomplishments you have on the way. Nobody's won seven Super Bowls. It's, it, it, it's it, not it, that hard to debate. <laughs> like it's not hard to say. It, it yeah. is what it is. Like you, you. If I mean, you're going to try seen... to throw slinging Sammy Ball at me, yeah. I'm kicking you out. All right, I'm kicking you out of Twitch or text. Uh, <laughs> let's try James. Yeah, if if John Unitas was so great, why didn't he? Why didn't he have seven championships? And. I mean, he, hell, even if Joe Montana was so great. Yeah. Mon- and, and Joe, and Mon- Montana was the guy before. He but. was the guy. For the longest time, he was the unquestioned guy. And now that that's, that mantle's been passed. And not only passed, but like s- s- just steamed past, way past. Yeah, he just, he just blew by him. Like Montana could come back out of retirement and win two more Super Bowls and still be chasing Tom. Yeah, that'll tell you something. Of course, if, if he came, never mind. I'm not going to make a Montana joke. Uh, I, I just, let's go to James. Hello, James. Sports. Sports to you. So, hey, guys. Um, watching the Super Bowl, obviously, I'm a Houston fan. So, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm sure many GMs are thinking, would Deshaun Watson being added to your team make you a potential Super Bowl team next year? Because, you see, obviously, Brady's the GOAT, but one guy made this team able to go to the Super Bowl. That and also, how much does this uh, shorten the gap between Watson and Mahomes? I'll hang up with him. Not at all. No, not at all. Stop with that. Deshaun Watson went four and twelve, so we can't say. Well, Patrick Mahomes lost the Super Bowl, so Watson's catching him in a year that he went four and twelve. Those guys aren't in the same conversation. Like I get Deshaun. Deshaun Watson's very good. He is not in the same category. Is Patrick Mahomes? They, they, he's just—it's it, not it, like it, by number of quarterbacks between him and Patrick Mahomes, he's pretty close. There might be 
four or five guys between him and Mahomes, tops. But as far as the gap between the two, like uh, it, it's it's immeasurable right now. Yeah, I I I would just ask you how Deshaun played last night if you're gonna right do that. Uh, but uh, his other question is: Does he make a team a Super Bowl contender? It, it, the right team, yeah, sure. He goes to Miami. I think they're a contender. He goes to the Jets. No way. The Colts. Yes. The, I mean, I mean, there's there's teams that are the Bears, teams that are a legit quarterback away from being a super contender. But if he if he goes to the Lions, no. I mean, what what what's the difference? The Lions have had a pretty good quarterback for a long time and gotten nothing out of it. Yeah, it's just like we're talking about with Brady. Brady picked the right spot. Yep. And you know, I think there's some other teams he could have gone to. And maybe, but in this case, it worked out perfectly. And the guys, uh, somebody brought up earlier that the touchdowns were all scored by free agents who were there because of him. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So, uh, but yeah, I I saw a bunch of that. I mean, Leonard Fournette was a free agent because literally no one else wanted him. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he stirred up enough bleep in Jacksonville to them say, go away. But. But to the point, yes, they were all guys that were just on the streets. But I know Texan fan was doing that a lot last night as I went back through Twitter. It's about, oh, there's not much difference between Watson and Mahomes. Yeah, on Mahomes' worst day ever? You're right. He looked a lot like Deshaun. There's not much difference on those days. Uh, But when you watch Mahomes, like, for instance, against Buffalo, well, that's hard to catch up to. Yeah, I, I I know Texans fans trying to hold on to anything, but that's the same guy who's going to be calling when they trade him. Oh, he wasn't that good. Right. But so what did you guys think of Patrick's mom and girlfriend talking crap on Twitter? I didn't even see it. Uh, that, you know what? Is, here's why Here's why Mahomes will never be the goat. Her. She's going to bring him down, I'm telling you. You know, she... She she got mad at ESPN because they did a screenshot of him looking confused. It's like, that's a Super Bowl woman. <laughs> he was confused. He was confused. And and there and, and she went all after that. And then the mom got went after Giselle for some reason. I mean, just oh boy, sober up, man. Don't don't drink and tweet. Take your beating. Not wise guys. Oh man, and. Listen, here's one thing I'm not going to do today, and this is already the third text. We're not going to sit here and discuss what teams would give up for Deshaun Watson. I think we've beaten that. We've beaten that to death. But, yeah. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. If you want to get in, talk about the Super Bowl. And, you know, if you, you thought the uh, the penalties were a factor or not. I mean, I'm, I'm usually one of those that, First thought, not really. Uh, they tend to even out. I don't think it changed the game at all, but I think it uh, It certainly seemed like one team was on the wrong end of that. This isn't the same James, is it? Okay, different James. Let's go. What's up, James? Hey, what's up, fellas? Sports. Sports to you, sir. Yeah, I just want to go on the Frank's comment earlier about the not really believing in the Bucks repeating that shift. And, yeah, the only thing that can go um, against that is Brady's if he does fall off a cliff. But if you look at the roster, the roster makeup, they're pretty much bringing everyone back. The only person they're going to lose is Chris Godwin. But, heck, you got Antonio Brown to replace that. 
you know, and, you know, as Brady has proven that he can win now, how many more free agents do I want to come in and play with Brady? And, you know, Devin White's the second-year player. He's amazing. So, um, you know, and also one more thing, that division has got weaker. I mean, you, uh, Breeze is gone. Falcons are getting older, and Panthers are the Panthers. So I, I like the chances next year. Yeah, I mean, they, they're certainly going to be back in the mix. I don't know that they should be 9-1 to one Super Bowl. No, uh, and just just because at some point, it's age is going to catch him. It really is. Uh, and, and you know what? There were times this year where it looked like it was starting to. But he's just so mentally up there. Uh, let's try Brandon. What's up, Brandon? Hey, guys. How you doing? How you we're doing, guys? We're doing sports, man. Hey, so I, I don't think the game would have – I don't think it would have been any, you know, close. It might have been closer, but what really killed the Chiefs, man, was all those penalties, man. They were getting some serious, serious, serious penalties, and I think that's ultimately what held them to maybe nine yards or nine points. But, uh, hey, what I really wanted to say, man, is what do you think about uh, Tyron Matthews going at Tom Brady and Tom Brady getting the last laugh? I'll hang up the lesson. Yeah, I, I mean – Again, I saw it three different uh, clips, and when I saw the full, full clip, Tom Brady went at Tyron Matthew, and Matthew got flagged for it. But yeah, Tom Brady got the last laugh. Uh, That's that, and at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Doesn't matter who won the bleep talking contest because Tom Brady won the game. So it was just like the the unsportsmanlike con, like. The, the punch thrown. It's always the guy who retaliates. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what you yeah. do first. If you're the guy who retaliates, you're going to get busted for it. But even that, do you... On, and it wasn't like a, a punch thrown. It was a yeah. an open hand, like, shove. Happens all the time. Do you throw a game-changing, drive-changing penalty flag on that when guys are separating after a, a scrum? I... My general thought is, in a game like this, absolutely not. This isn't college football, okay? Like, we can't just say, oh, we can't have any of this. This is, you know, like, these are guys playing in the biggest game of their lives, and you're going to throw a flag because they're shoving each other after a... All right. It just seemed odd. But again, I don't think it made a difference in the game. The game, the the Bucs were going to win the game because the Bucs, they were... Especially at current health, they're the better team. The the Chiefs cannot fade what they were missing last night on the offensive line, and the Bucks are were the perfect team to take advantage of that. They get great pressure inside with Vea and with uh, Sue, and they got linebackers who can get after you. They it was a, a perfect storm. So if those same fifty two guys that were suited up last night suited up again tomorrow, I think it'd be the same result. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah, Texas Red Ass didn't Peyton throw 50 TDs a year before he sucked. Yeah. He was like, I mean, it, it happened fast. All right. Quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 975 925. Loaded Red Rule. You're listening to ESPN 975.